0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and Lord bless you this great day. Isn't it a great day to serve the Lord, a great day to be a living witness in a lost world? He wants to use you this day, and I pray that He will walk with you and talk with you. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for every person listening today. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their families' lives. I thank you that they listen to Christian Radio But more than anything else, I thank you that they love their Lord and their Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray, dear Lord, that you would touch the lives of every listener. And Lord, as I share this week and share from the Word of God, I pray you would open up the hearts of all of us that we can grow in you. Lord, I need to grow in you every day. Lord, I want to grow closer to you day by day and to live in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness and watching over us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I've been excited about sharing. Uh, coming up in September, we have a series that our church is called. You can only imagine. I can only imagine. Excuse me. And we take it from the movie. I can only imagine. It just came out. Uh, the Mercy Me. The guy from Mercy Me. Um, showed this wonderful movie and about his story. We are actually showing that movie, and we got the rights to it, at the church on September 5th. It's a Wednesday night at 630. If you'd like to see the movie, if you've never seen it, it's free. You can come to our sanctuary and watch that movie. It's about an hour and a half long. And we're also having spaghetti at 530, a spaghetti dinner in our gymnasium, and you're certainly welcome to come to that also, and it's also free. And um, anyway, if you want, haven't seen the movie and you want to come, you can come to either of those Events, but after that, I am doing a series on that subject. And also, our small group ministry at church is going to be doing small groups on that subject. So, four or five weeks we'll be going over that. And so, today is kind of a pre message to that. I know this is a little early, but it's a pre message because I want people to start thinking about what we can do when we imagine the power of the living God in our lives. So I've titled this message today, Imagination Central. One day I was just trying to think about a title of a message, and for some reason that came to my mind, Imagination Central. I want to be Imagination Central. I thought to myself, wouldn't it be great to name your church? They have all these crazy names for churches. You know, everybody names their names, uh, something Catchy these days, you know, instead of your normal Assembly of God or Church of God or Nazarene or, you know, like our church is Cloverdale Church of God. Why? Because we're on Cloverdale Road, and that's why that is named Cloverdale Church of God. But I thought, wouldn't that be cool to name it Imagination Central Church of God? where they can know that we can imagine what God is going to do in our lives. Oh, okay, I probably won't do that. But it was I thought it was a pretty good idea anyway. But uh, when our motivation comes from on high, we start realizing the need to be the light in a dark world. You know, that's where imagination comes into play. When you think of imagination, who do you think of? My father said... Uh, To us boys, actually, before he died, I had a friend that did a video of him. It's great. I got about an hour video of my father talking about his life and then talking about each of his sons, and I'm the youngest of four. And when he got to me, one thing he said is, one thing I remember about Tommy, he would sit on the floor and make up games because he had quite an imagination. Well, I want to use that imagination today for the glory of God. To imagine what God can do in my life, what God can do in our various churches' lives, and our families' lives. We just need to imagine what God can do and what power and how he can use his power to strengthen this world and change this world for him. Well, what do you, who do you think of when you think of imagination? Maybe it's a famous person. When I was thinking about this message, I was thinking about uh, somebody in particular. I was thinking about Walt Disney. Walt Disney had imagination that was amazing. In fact, when I shared this message about a month ago in church, I showed a picture on our big screen of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse when he was very young, when he was just starting out this Disney idea. And of course, it became so amazing, it became the most popular amusement planet, a place on the planet Earth. And Disneyland and Disney World, of course is huge, and now there's 11 Disney theme parks around the world. Just for a moment, I want you to listen to three of Walt Disney's quotes and to see how we might be able to transcribe them into our lives. He says this, If you can dream it, you can do it. Always remember the whole thing was started by a mouse. Okay, he says, If you can dream it, you can do it. He was telling us the first phase about anything important is having the dream. Having the dream. What kind of dreams do you have? What kind of visions do you have? Do you dream the impossible? To dream the impossible dream. (laughs) You remember that song? Do you dream the impossible dream? Do you dream? Do you go beyond the normal? We get so satisfied with the easy, the comfortable, and we'll talk about that today. Disney also said this, all our dreams come true if we have courage to to pursue them. It took courage for Disney to pursue his dreams. It took courage for him to get that land. It took courage for him to step out on a limb. But he did it. And of course, we know the incredible success that took place. People of God, it takes courage to be men and women of God, to stand up for God's truth, to be in the forefront of what God has for us. His final quote that I'm going to share today before I get to the scripture is this, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Does that fit us? So that'd be something we should do? Absolutely. We talk a lot. Oh, I've had a lot of ideas and a lot of things I've talked about. You know, the truth of the matter is, you know, I haven't had a lot of follow-through with some of those things. And I tell you what, it is time that we stop talking and we start doing, start doing something that will really reach the lives of people. Because as I've been studying recently, I've noticed that churches in the world and the nation are declining and people are not pursuing God as they did years ago. You know why? It's because we've stopped dreaming and imagining what our God can do in our lives. I think Disney hit the nail on the head when he said, have courage to pursue your dreams. We live in a world that struggles with rejection. We're rejected in some area, and we give up. I know people who say they're hunting for jobs, and they had a job interview, and it just didn't go well, so they decided, I guess I'm not supposed to have a job, and they didn't pursue it anymore. As Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, it's time to start imagining what God can do and making our lives' imagination central. Because we begin pursuing and following up and seeing things changed for Jesus Christ. Living beyond your imagination can be life-changing. Sometimes just taking time to be quiet before the Lord and listen to what He has for you and start talking and developing those dreams. A lot of things we've done over the course of time at the church, is because we've sat and we've dreamed about ideas. One of the things when I first came to this church years ago, I thought about how can I get some people together for fellowship that might be fun for the families. And that was when our church was real small. And I just, I thought, hey, you know what? What about some car races? I thought about the soapbox derbies. I never built one for Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts or anything like that. But I thought about having a little Hot Wheels race. And so... We put together a track. I had a guy named Jesse build me a really nice wood track that has a starter and a finisher. And we put together this track with four lanes. And we started having our annual Hot Wheels race. And I'm telling you what, that grew immensely. We were having 200 to 250 people coming with their cars and racing. And we'd give away great big prizes. I had a good friend of mine, Bill Barlogi, who passed away a few years ago. He got so involved in that that he would buy us a really big first prize. One year, the prize was a really nice bicycle in the colors of Boise State. And we gave that away. And other years, there's all sorts of, we give the top 10 winners. But you know what? People came together. We got them together to fellowship First, sometimes when you're reaching people for Christ, you want to get them through the doors. Then you can uh, preach to them and share them the good news of Jesus Christ and love them. Well, the Apostle Paul says this. Yes, we're getting to the scripture today, and as we wind down here, it's Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. I mean This is what his prayer for the Ephesians. He says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, May have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now, to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be the glory in the Church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Paul prayed that the church and the people of God would be rooted and established in love, to have the power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide and how long and how deep the love of God is. Folks, for us to grasp a hold of that statement, we have to grasp the concept that together as a church body, and as a, as a bunch of believers in this world, a bunch of radio listeners who belong to many church bodies, we can have an impact on people all around us if we start recognizing how great our God is and how powerful. I love that old chorus, and it's an old one now. How great is our God. You know that song? I love singing, and I love singing how great is our God. How great is our God. How merciful is our God. He loves us. Sometimes I believe the Lord just wants us to think and imagine how important He is so that He will so we can know Jesus better every single day. And we can stop talking about it and start living it. Disney had a great idea and he put it into action. He had a mission and it certainly was fulfilled. You know, and, and the question we have to ask ourselves, what is your personal mission? What is it you want to see accomplish in your life? How far and how deep are you willing to to go, to make it happen. The Apostle Paul didn't let anything get in the way of his newfound mission of letting the world know that Jesus Christ died for their sins and rose again and shared his redeeming love. He wasn't going to allow anything from being stoned, beaten, shipwrecked, poisoned snake bites, to get in the way of letting people know that they could have eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What are we going to do? How are we going to step out? How are we going to step up? Are we going to do it? We're going to talk about that more tomorrow, and I'm certainly glad that you've listened today, and may God richly bless your life. Life LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho,